we stood out on set at the beginning of the 12 hours mm-hmm. saying, I don't know if we can actually do this. <laughs> yeah. And it all might go horribly wrong. <laughs> Hello, guys, and welcome to an all-new episode of We Have the Receipts. I'm Chris Burns. And I'm Lauren Speed Hamilton. And today, we are talking home renovation, baby. Something I know a lot about lately. I know. You've you've been renovating. I've been renovating as much as I can in a rental. Um, Even doing some (laughs) things that I probably will have to pay for when I move out in a rental. But what are you going to do? Sometimes you just have to tile the kitchen, you know? Yeah, you know. Put your touches on it. But if you guys have not noticed, Netflix has been giving design lovers so much to binge this summer. Uh, our fellow Selling Sunset stands know that nothing makes us feel more inspired than watching home renovation. Well, Selling Sunset also, what inspires is amazing fashion. There's a lot happening over on Selling Sunset. <laughs> but there's so many shows like How to Build a Sex Room, which we got to interview Melanie from, which is an amazing show about uh, renovations. And it's not just what you're thinking. Um, They're selling the OC. Designing Miami is coming soon, which is amazing. Buying Beverly Hills. But today, we're talking Instant Dream Home. And it is very good. It comes out in two days from when you guys are listening to this. If you're listening to this. This is like a little preview. When it comes out, it's like a preview that we're giving you. But I love a home renovation show. And this one is even better because it's hosted by Danielle Brooks, who you might know is Tasty from Orange is the New Black. Mm-hmm. Such a great ball of energy. Her energy is fabulous. I feel like no matter how you're feeling, if she's around, she'll just make you happy. So she's a great host for this show. Oh, 100%. And we we get to interview the creator and executive producer of the show. And we really get a little peek behind the things. Because they renovate these houses in 12 hours. And we're not talking just Whoa! like... We're not talking just like painting the walls. We're talking like... Adding kitchens, uh, bath, adding... Rip a hole in the side. Yeah, ripping holes in literal (laughs) roofs. Helicopters bringing shit in. uh, Excavators bringing shit in. 250 people in these, like, 1,500-square-foot houses. It's absolutely insane. Yeah, I've never had a show, like, give me anxiety and then make me cry with happiness at the same time. It was very, very odd, but very beautiful. (laughs) The, The one episode, there's an episode where... There's a woman who has, like, twins, and she's taken in her her niece, who's, like, 14. That episode, oh, yeah. the woman's reaction mm-hmm. to the house, life-changing. I was, like, living for that. Yeah. That would probably be my reaction, too, though. If I, like, came to my house and it was completely different, renovated, like, my dream home, I would probably react the same way. Can you imagine? Speaking of, what... Is your take on home renovation shows? Are you a fan in general? I'm definitely a fan of home renovation shows. Like I've been mentioning, you know, this hits very close to home. Me and Cam are currently renovating our house. We've been working on the backyard, which is kind of funny because I have a little quick story to tell. So we're renovating our backyard. And we're also adding a fence. Everybody knows I have a dog. His name's Sparks. He's like a 70-pound teddy bear. So we're adding a fence. Speaking of contractors, 
you know, the this contractor has been working on the fence for the past two weeks. I don't know why it takes that long to put a fence up, yeah, but what? he did That's not crazy. finish the closure. I know. So one of the reasons why we wanted the fence was to keep the dog in. So because Sparks is he's kind of a wild child. Yeah. So he was doing good, and all of a sudden he noticed like, wait, there's an opening in the fence at the front. Oh no. So Sparks like sees my neighbor's guest, whoever this person, I don't even know them, <laughs> like pull up. So he runs full speed out of the gate. I'm like on FaceTime with Cam, not really paying attention and I notice he's running Sparks runs and hops in this stranger's <laughs> car you guys <laughs> this person was out checking the mail so he hops in the driver's side door oh he my hops in their backseat and then he hops in their passenger's chair and I'm like screaming because I'm freaking out like what if he hits like the brake to drive the car or something I'm freaking, oh my like, god you're gonna be on Sparks, the Sparks. world news dog I, like <laughs> so I'm yelling and I'm like come here Sparks so I'm trying to pull him out of the car he's like fighting me pulling like putting his body weight so he's I like I want to go somewhere Oh, my God, child. It was a whole thing. So, listen. What was the person doing? The person was checking the mail. So, they were just out their car, like, do-do-do, at the mailbox. Did mail they box see what Sparks. was going on? They left their car door open. Yeah, they're just, the lady's like, do you need me to help you? I'm like, no. You know, <laughs> I'm, like, trying to. Well, so, I finally get him out. I had to, like, try to carry him. He's seven pounds back over. Anyway, I said that to say that completing home renovation projects and incomplete home renovation projects can be very stressful. So watching a show like this and watching something be completed in 12 hours for me is very satisfying because right now it's been a struggle. So I yeah, get it. <laughs> I bet. My God. You got to get That's them over lot. there to fix yeah. that fence. It should not take right? that long. You know, it shouldn't. A it fence shouldn't. should take like a day. A day. Yeah. Right. I had to, my like, brothers both problem? like chain or uh, put in new fences and mm-hmm. I helped. We, well, let's be honest. I didn't help either of them. <laughs> they put in <laughs> new supervised. fences. But I, um, yeah. we also like over COVID, my parents cha- like switched out their deck, did a whole new deck. And so oh, nice. that was like a three day journey in 99 degree weather that Ooh. I was there and doing a lot. And it, it was a lot of like, digging eight foot holes and pouring cement into eight foot. It was probably uh, like three foot. Like it felt like fucking, <laughs> I felt like Shia LaBeouf out there in holes uh, <laughs> digging things. But it's such a satisfying thing when it's all done. It really is. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that satisfying feeling. You know, I love uh, a quick little home home project. So yeah, I was about to say, you're the do-it-yourself king, so I you am. know all about projects and, and renovating yourself. I try to be the do-it-myself. Do you know there was once a, a, I, I try to do every, everything myself just to prove like I can to myself that I can do it, mm-hmm. and I once bought, carried home, and put up a Christmas tree by myself. That Wait, is a feat. Do you know how home? Well, from <laughs> like, it was like, it was like, like 10 blocks. But still, that, what just? What do you mean, just ten blocks? It was That's a terrible. Far. If you don't idea. live in New York, <laughs> that is a far walk. <laughs> it was a terrible idea, and there was many times along the walk that I was like, "What am I thinking?" And then I get the whole tree up, which is, do you know, like to screw in the tree while holding it up? It's a job. It took hours. And I get it all done. I'm so proud of myself. I call my mom to be like, I did this all by myself. As I'm on the phone with her, I hear <laughs> crash. And the tree has fallen over <gasps> in the stand with the stand with it. 
and no. the stand that was full of water. So now there's just like oh. watery pine needles all like seeping oh, into God. the hardwood. Um, Jeez. But I do that. So and where then, you just like F this tree and you just threw it over the balcony like, I'm no, over I, this. I got that shit back up. And then it was, Merry we're going Christmas fake trees from now on, I've decided. <laughs> so should we get into a little recap of, of our show? Even though we've already yes. like. It comes out August 10th. I'm saying because we also asked, I posted asking some uh, some fans of us what they would want their house to be renovated in 12 hours. Well, I didn't say that part on the question, but these are there was a, a shit ton of answers. I think this was the most answers I've ever gotten on a question <laughs> People box. People are excited about the home rentals or what? I don't know if it's, yeah, the home rentals or the algorithm, but there was a lot. <laughs> yeah. And I got like hundreds and hundreds of responses saying bathroom, kitchen, bathroom, mm. kitchen, and a lot of outside stuff. Bathroom and kitchen are big rooms. I feel like if we've learned nothing from the home rental shows that we've been talking about the past couple of weeks is that kitchen is the heart of the house. Yeah. A, I think 100%. somebody said that, quote unquote. What would you like rental, Chris? I mean, you pretty much have done your own thing in your place right now. But if you had to pick something to have someone like professionally come in and sweep you off your feet and surprise you with, yeah. what would you have them reno? It would definitely, I think, be a kitchen would always be my, I love, uh, that's the dream, like a huge kitchen with a huge kitchen island is the dream. I want to be one of those people with two kitchen islands in their kitchen. Oh, two. It's something sexy about a kitchen island, right? It just makes me think of like some like throw you down on the kitchen island. Oh, while I'm making the biscuits, honey. Yes. Oh. That's you what know, I want like... it for. What will I use it for? <laughs> Probably putting takeout down, but. <laughs> so sexy. All right. So here are what some people wrote in. Ray Ray 038 said that they will renovate their bathroom. I hear that because bathrooms are important. Also, let's see, Sophie Coots, that's an interesting name, said a new deck with a fancy screened-in porch. I know that's right, because you sometimes you want to sit outside without the mosquitoes. You know Amen. what I'm saying? So I, I would like love that, that too, Sophie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got tons of bathrooms. We had Christly 517 said, bathroom, why did they put eight different shades of tile in various shades of green? This poor woman is living in. <laughs> Actually, though, I'm like kind of into that. I think I would live with uh, with uh, eight, You're like, eight different like shades, shades of green. Of green. <laughs> I, I love that. Uh, Steffi Lynn, Me- I'm sorry, Steph Lynn McG is her handle. She said, does backyards count? Because I want a pool, hot tub, pool house, outdoor kitchen, fire pit setup. Dang. Which, She yes, want to live bitch. outside. <laughs> That's my dream, too. Um, <laughs> we got so many. Yeah, we got, let's see, one mm-hmm. more here. We have Leslie NG, my kitchen with its drop ceilings and fucking fluorescent lighting. No one likes fluorescent lighting. <laughs> Uh, I can't stand fluorescent lighting. It's the worst. Let's see. Did we get any other funny responses? Hmm. I see something about a European style wet room. What is what is that exactly? I think that they're making a joke about how sell like in new houses. I've noticed this too. Actually, when I was looking at apartments, they have like a a half glass wall and no shower curtain and no spot for a shower curtain. Oh. Like, so it's just like no privacy, just like boom. And it's, I, I stayed actually the last time that I was in LA for mm-hmm. um, 
for the day that we went to talk to a lot of people from these shows coming mm-hmm. out. Um, the hotel I stayed in had that, where it was just like half glass. And I'm like, I can't oh. be trusted in a shower without a curtain. <laughs> it's going to be a goddamn tsunami in here. <laughs> Or what if like the room service people come in and you can't be like, oh, excuse me. You're just. Oh, my God. You know that I'm terrified. Full frontal, you know, that would be I I would never leave the room. I would never be able to face (laughs) that housekeeper again. All of a sudden you start getting free waters and free cookies. Like where where is this coming from? No, I'm like, imagine that would be amazing. (laughs) She like develops a crush on me. That would not be what happens. I promise. (laughs) Oh, my God. But anywho. Are you doing... We also got a lot, like, someone said a new deck with fancy screens and porch. Um, Hmm. Are you planning anything big for your backyard? Or what would be your dream backyard? Yes. So, my dream backyard, basically, like, right now, we had to level it. So, we had to bring in, like, Mm -hmm. I want to say, like, eight different trucks of dirt in our backyard to make it flat. We're doing all new grass. So the project that we're doing now currently is a lot. But, you know, I'm all for I want my backyard to feel like I'm at a a park. Yeah. You know, I want it to feel like I'm out here. I'm in a whole new world. You know, it's trees and nice grass. And I want like a swing, a sitting area. Give me a fire pit. I want to put all that in. So, you know, we're we're working towards that. We're not there yet. But that is the goal. My I, I dream of one day having a pool, like a, an amazing pool. You know what you should watch? There's a YouTube video. I always watch the YouTube videos of like celebrities giving tours of their house. Vanessa Hudgens' backyard is the craziest thing. Is it magical? Thing. Number one, Vanessa Hudgens stays in her bag. This woman's house... <laughs> she does. ...is She's... unbelievable. Like, wow. I was like, where... High School Musical must have given this woman uh, Bezos money because... One billion (laughs) dollars. Her backyard is like five different huge sections. And then she has one that... She doesn't say this, but it's very clear that's what it is, where she's like, my friends and I like to... um, Well, you know, sometimes we just like to do things where we feel like fairies and we like dance around. So basically I'm thinking it's like <laughs> oh. for sh- her and her friends, like eat shrooms and like go to this area. <laughs> this and is it's the like shroom area. A sprawling park. It looks like a park. She has white lights in all of the trees that surround it. What? And like, it's just, and then like a huge pool area. And then like this big pool house where she wow. keeps all of her teen choice awards. <laughs> like, Amazing. That's the dream backyard that I'm looking for. I need to go watch this. Is this on like Architectural Digest or something? I need to yes, find yes, it. Yes, it is, I think. You know what, Netflix? I think that you guys should bring back like a crib style show where they go and visit people's houses. Me and Chris should host that. Wink, wink. Oh, I, I love that, that idea. That would be so much fun because we could go in and talk about people's houses, you know? Y'all need to think about that. And think we could be that. like, like Lauren's having a fun conversation and then she turns the corner and there I am in Mariah Carey's bathtub with <laughs> champagne being like, oh, hey, ladies. <laughs> Not in Mariah Carey's bathtub. Exactly. That's the perfect pitch. Perfect pitch. I immediately thought of that because there's a Cribs episode <laughs> where Richard Branson, they like tour his private, one of his private islands and they go into one of the villas. There's no one else on the island. They go into one of the villas and Mariah Carey is sitting there with a glass of champagne and she's like, hi, Richard. <laughs> and she, he's like, oh, like she's a friend of mine and she comes and stays on the island all the time. Oh, it's just Mariah. She's always just fabulous with champagne and someone to help her like walk around. That's amazing. Um, okay, so let's welcome 
our guest, Instant Dream Home. He's the executive producer of Instant Dream Home, Tom Foreman, and along with George Vershore, David Metzler, Jenny Daly, John Byer, Bob Asher, Soon Langham, and Courtney Sanders, they created this amazing show. All right, team, let's move in. We are about to transform a whole house in one day. Who does that? We do. <laughs> you gotta give it better than that. Let's go, y'all. Let's go. It's gonna be amazing. So much work to do. I know. I'm freaking out, but I'm also excited. These families have done so much for other people that they deserve something really big and really special. He's also the CEO of Critical Content, which is a huge production company and one of the most prolific producers in the history of reality TV. Please welcome Tom Foreman. Yay! I was gonna, I was gonna stay muted and just let you keep talking. That was great. Thank you. <laughs> That's very nice of you Hi, guys. Hi, Tom. Hi there. Nice to see you both. Well, we definitely have some questions for you. Like I mentioned, I watched the show. I love it. It's unbelievable to see these amazing things happen. So quickly, now you've worked on a ton of shows. Um, I definitely looked you up. Okay, I did my research. So over 29, Excellent. first off, that's amazing. Congratulations oh, to you, Tom. A lot more than that. Yeah, thank you. Your goals. Yeah, yeah, a lot um, of shows. You know, these shows include Extreme Makeover, Chris Just Name Some, Catfish, Home Edition, and plenty more. Tons and tons more. So what makes this show, Instant Dream Home, different from any of the other home rental shows, in your opinion, that you've worked on? Yeah, I mean, look, the 12-hour the timeline for sure is just big and crazy and daunting. And Lauren, you said it. Like, I think mm -hmm. anyone who's ever renovated their own kitchen or bathroom, not to yeah. mention trying to do a front facade or a backyard, yeah. hears that we did it in 12 hours and just, just can't believe it and wants to know how. Yeah. You know, from the very beginning, we said... There's going to be a, a little bit of how-to and takeaway in this design show, which is unusual. A lot, a lot of the ones I've made don't have that. But you can learn stuff from this. You can renovate your own house after watching this. It mm -hmm. is chock full of ideas and fun and hard. It's just a, a whole lot of everything. I definitely got some ideas. Now, I don't know if I have the helicopter to bring in the glass like I saw on the TV Get show. The helicopter. But... <laughs> helicopter makes it easier. But I definitely got some ideas for sure. Fun and look proudly, we weren't just using the helicopter to use the helicopter. We planned this thing like a heist. And for more than a year, right, we were in a warehouse in Marietta, Georgia, rehearsing these renovations like, yeah. like it was a SWAT team raid. Yeah. You know, we had stopwatches on the framers. We had the plumbers drilling again and again and again. And only when everybody could do it right and in the time we had, did we say go and make the show? It was mm -hmm. it was Ocean's Eleven, but for home renovation. <laughs> I love that. That's the perfect like comparison because that's literally how it felt. Just like seeing the this is how we pitched it. I'm glad to hear we accomplished the mission. Yes, you did. That's how it felt. <laughs> I love that we see the planning at, like through the show as well. It's not all like we get to see a behind the, the magical curtain. No, there's no fourth wall on this show. The behind the scenes is the scenes, right? And I, I you know, a, li a little behind the scenes like Intel, this thing also got fully stopped down by COVID, which was crazy. We, we pitched the show to Netflix right before. We found our families and we worked up the plans and we were doing that rehearsing and literally ready to go out and do the first renovation when the country started shutting down and it, it just became clear that 
look, we weren't going to make any any TV for a while, but certainly not a TV show that had us putting 250 people yeah. in a house simultaneously. Mm, right. like, like it was the ultimate house. super spreader event. Right. Yeah. And so I I was in Atlanta and we made the difficult decision on the eave of principal photography for the very first episode wow. to stop. Oh and I remember God. gathering up the staff and saying, you know, not only did you think you were going to make a great show, but you were also going to change eight lives. And it, mm. it so bums me out to ask you to wait. Mm -hmm. But like, it'll just be a few weeks. This pandemic will be over. <laughs> we'll be back. It'll all be great. And then and then two and a half yeah. years later, we started making the show again. Yeah. It was yeah. it was crazy. Um, but yeah, this this was our COVID story. It was worth the wait, though. A hundred percent. Sure, I think so. Yeah, the stories are amazing. And gave us more time to rehearse. We drilled and got ready and practiced in small groups and wearing masks and socially distanced. We were really COVID conscious, but we never really fully shut this show down. We thought if we have more time, we can use it to to go more fast and do more renovation. And that was really, that was always the goal. How much can you possibly do in 12 hours? And I think one of the things people see is every episode gets a little bigger. Like the first one is crazy and the second one is crazier still. And then it goes it goes nutty from there. Is the is the show what you envisioned from the beginning? Was it always like a 12-hour renovation time on the table? Yeah, so I had, you know, Lauren, you mentioned, I, I had created and for many years run a show for, for ABC, a big broadcast network called Extreme Makeover Home Edition. Oh, I remember. You know, where we... We <laughs> built a house in a week and gave it away to a deserving family and move that and bus. Sort of, I I liked move that bus. <laughs> right. I liked I liked all those parts of that show and it became real iconic. Um, but viewers of that show used to stop me when they learned that that's what I did for a living and say, I mean, you don't really do it in a week. You know, you don't even show <laughs> us how you do it, and I don't think I believe you. And that you know, and so we went to Netflix and said one you know, we should pull back the curtain and show people how TV really does this mm -hmm. and how tradespeople come together and how tight that timeline can be compressed and how we can turn everything you think you know about construction upside down. Like all of the behind the scenes chaos could be the show. And if we did it right, that would be super interesting, right? I was the only one who got to see that on Extreme Makeover Home Edition. What if we <laughs> showed it to the viewers? Yeah. And then because it's Netflix and this platform just does everything bigger than anyone has ever done anything before, I just said, let's let's go a lot faster. They said, how fast do you think you could go? And I remember sitting in that meeting saying, we'll renovate the house in 12 hours. <laughs> and the Netflix executives said, can you really do that? And I gave a, a very, you know, a very confident yes and then walked out and turned to my colleagues and said, oh, my God, what have we just done? <laughs> I was know, about to say, dude, we've, the we've, moment you said that, was it like, oh, shit? <laughs> it was a little, it was a little, oh, shit. And, and, and mostly it was, oh, we'll have to figure it out. And look, and the figuring it out will become the show. You know, yeah. that, that is that Ocean's Eleven piece. Every yeah. one of them will be an impossible mission, figuring out how to add square footage, mm -hmm. you know, renovate yeah. kitchens and baths and front facades of house. Like nobody had ever done that before. And when we started calling general contractors and, and I know a lot of them from my renovation TV work, you know, any number of people said to me, like, I, I really like you, buddy, but that, that just can't be done. You know, we found a crazy builder in Georgia who said, I think, you know, if I can put between 250 to 300 tradespeople in the house simultaneously, I think we can figure this out. And we did, you know, and it was it was painstaking and amazing.
for the skeptic, I think this will be a huge show because my my parents actually my mom was a huge extreme makeover fan. That's I like watched it Ooh, good. growing up. And I my Every, dad everybody's mom was a huge <laughs> yeah. extreme makeover fan. But, and my, this was a show for moms. <laughs> my my dad is very skeptical and is like None of this is real, everything. And so when I was watching uh, the screeners, I was like, no, this is a show that I think you guys are going to really love because it's going to peek behind, you're going to believe it. So I think it's going to really add things to the table for the people sitting on the couch being like, it's not real. Right. And look, the the thing you learn when you make these when you make these shows, and I I do a bunch of them for Netflix, right? I'm get organized with the home edit and stay here and world's most amazing vacation rental. So I I know Netflix and renovation, you know, the behind the camera process is always about making split second compromises. You know, we came in thinking we were going to do this, but we're running out of time and we should do that. This was the show where we just said, well, what if we just put that on TV? What if we just showed warts and all? What if we just showed people how it worked? Um, I knew that would be pretty interesting because I'd seen it my whole career. And then the, th- the thing we needed was a host like Danielle. And we were, we were so lucky she sparked to the idea. She was the greatest and makes this so much fun. You know, and that team of experts underneath her who are actually executing the design and, and coming up with the ideas, Adair and Eric and Nick and Paige, are also spectacular. And so, you know, when you ask if this is the show I was expecting, like, it checks all the boxes and then got so much better in the execution because that team is so good. They really are. They're amazing. I mean, like you said, Tom, it's all about the team. You have Danielle, you have your team that's working on the rentals. But this is the question I have for you because the show is all about the families, right? And these amazing stories. So what was the screening process like for choosing these families? It seems like most of them um, even kind of worked in service in their, in their neighborhoods or, you know, they're the pillars of their family. Yeah, I mean, look, every everyone had done something pretty spectacular. Some are neighborhood activists. One is a firefighter. They're good people who live back to give back to their communities and who put others first. And this mm-hmm. is about this is about giving back to them for twelve crazy hours. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so we accepted applications and nominations. If you've seen the show, you know, you know, everyone is nominated. They they don't put themselves in the mix. Somebody who loves them put them forward, and then we would say to that person, "Okay, here's." Here's the price of admission. You got to be able to get them out of the house for 12 hours, no questions asked. And so we would collaborate with that with that nominator. They'd become our accomplice and they'd take them somewhere. And the ruses were hilarious and elaborate. They'd go to the lake, they'd go to the beach, they'd visit family, they'd have long lunches. And we would call them throughout the day saying, don't come back, the paint's still drying. <laughs> you know. And o- only when we were closing in on finished did we did we let that accomplice bring them home. You know, but Lauren, we looked at we looked at thousands of applications and and picked eight for the first season. And they're just they're they're great families and great renovations. We also, mm-hmm. I mean, candidly, look, it was a little bit the family, the story. Um, it's also the the practicality of the house. We needed to be able to do it in twelve hours. Yeah. Yeah. There were some houses that were that were so big we just got scared we could pull mm-hmm. it off in season one, but come back mm-hmm. for season two. You know, there were some where we just said that the structural problems could bring this house down on our heads and and that got scary. But we had a sweet spot, you know, where these houses needed a lot of work, but just enough that if everything fell into place, we could get it done in one day. Can I just say it's something so satisfying about watching this show and just seeing stuff go from Apollo Rubble to being this super polished, chic, like 
you know, yeah. built up, renovated house. Like, it's the perfect show to watch if you guys need some inspiration, escapism, yeah. all of that. I agree. I think it's I think it's a great summer show. I think it's a great family show. I think it's got something for everyone. Um, if you love family or comedy or design or construction mm-hmm. or just a ticking clock and a and a and a heist, <laughs> you know, this is this has got something for you. I also learn, I I think like you do, like I love arcing Netflix series with twists and turns and cliffhangers at the end of every episode. I also like a really satisfying one episode story. You know, this is a self-contained beginning, middle, and end. Give us 45 minutes. We will give you, you know, laughs and tears. I and cried in every episode. And take away. <laughs> All the above. I know. It's <laughs> excellent. I'll take it. This was the goal. I cry at literally like every episode. I, I loved the end of every episode. The reveal is, listen, very moving. I love a good, right. happy cry. Like when I think about my other design shows, you know, <laughs> Because on a show like Extreme Makeover Home Edition, the family had to be out of their house for a week. Yeah. You know, they knew you were coming. They didn't know what you were going to do. They didn't always know until the last minute they'd been selected. We surprised them and told them they were going to be on the show, but they found out at the beginning. And so when they came home, they were excited to see what you'd done to their house, but they knew it was going to be an extreme home makeover. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. These people literally have no (laughs) idea. It's the craziest thing I'd ever seen. We would shoot these reveals. They would come home and wonder, who were all these people in the street? What were yeah. these TV cameras? Where did this Why did their house look different? Where did the construction come from? And wait a minute, once they get inside the house, there's like doors and rooms that just weren't there before. Oh, yeah. I love These reveals are, in a, in a way I just never seen, like they're equal parts emotional and heartfelt. And these people are just baffled. I loved it. It was so funny. I was baffled. I was baffled. <laughs> and there's no, um, like uh, in the first episode, I was like, all right, there's no way. These people must have known something. But by the reactions from literally them pulling the car up, it's like them being like, mm-hmm. why is that? Girl from Orange is the New Black? What is right. happening? And, and it, that was exactly, and dude, we just decided to own it. Danielle is introducing herself and saying, I'm a host of I a TV it. show. And yeah, we happen to be here in your front yard. And everybody was so grateful and so positive. And the work was so good. I mean, we spent a lot of time surreptitiously learning about these families to make sure the renovation was just exactly right for their life circumstances. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. just their favorite colors and styles, but you've got people who... You know, kids sharing bedrooms or expectant moms who just need an incredible yes. right, homeschoolers <laughs> who need a need a custom built schoolhouse in their backyard. Um, we just, you know, people yeah. were floored. It's great. Which it's is really great. Because not only do you remodel the houses, but like in several of the episodes, you add things like different new structures onto the property mm-hmm. in 12 mm-hmm. hours. It's yeah. wild. And and had and had to invent new construction techniques to do it. And that's one of the things I love. I mean, like I am not a general contractor. I'm a television producer. Mm-hmm. And and maybe that's why it works. Like we, yeah. we can just have big, dumb ideas <laughs> that I, I think if I were if I were a carpenter or if I had my GC's license, you'd almost be embarrassed to say, I don't know, can we just slice the side off the house and <laughs> shove the kitchen in in one big piece? Because that sounds so stupid. And if you could do it, of course people would do it. But like, we're just the dumb TV guys in the back row saying to our builders, I got a crazy idea. You know, it's going to take too long to crane the addition in. 
what if we got a massive helicopter? And they go, I mean, I guess if you could find a massive helicopter and then next thing you know, that's what we're doing. It was like, really done. fun. <laughs> you know, done. It's TV. We can do anything. Right. Right. Speaking of these like huge builds that you mentioned and, you know, cutting a house in half and whatnot. Has cutting there holes ever in been the roof. A, yeah, holes in the right. roof. Yeah. The heli- I can't, I still can't get over this helicopter. So I'm going to keep talking about that <laughs> helicopter. But mm. has there ever cool. been a time <laughs> where you have not been able to complete a build? Like you got down to the wire and it was just like, ah, we didn't make it. Yeah, I mean, look, as, as I say, it's a terrific question. I get asked it a lot. You need to bring this family home and they are going to sleep in the house that night. Yeah. So you are finishing yeah. one way or another. What we do, and on this show, for the first time in my career, we're super transparent about it that I love, is you just, you know, you you monkey with the definition of finish. One, everybody who came home, like, and you see some of it in the show, it is Danielle running around reminding people not to lean against walls because all the paint is still wet. <laughs> it is, you know, Finnish carpenters and electricians and plumbers literally jumping out back windows even as the family comes through front doors. The one I where mean, there's like until still the-, the guy on the roof as the family's like pulling Oh, we just, <laughs> we hit. We hit. The family's looking at one room and we're completing another. And so of course that happens. And then yeah, because we knew they were coming home, you make compromises and you go, you know, the, the aesthetic stuff around the edges, we're not going to hang those bookshelves. You know, yeah, yeah. did we... Did we say we were going to paint an accent wall there? You know, maybe maybe designer white's good enough. You know, and so we, on the fly, you change the plan, but you finish something and you get it right and you give it back to them in a condition they can move right back into their home and spend that night in it. Um, the homes, by the way, are terrific. And and look, the the sort of the, the benign TV cheat there. In real life, and I've I've tried to renovate homes for myself too, it's much, much harder. You know, you can spend weeks just waiting for an inspector to come over and give you the next permit. You know, the electrical's done, close up the walls. The walls are done, put on the roof. Um, at each phase, you, you wait for an inspection. We have a building inspector with us on site for the whole 12 hours, sort of writing nice. permits as we go. Oh, wow. You know, that's both one way we go really fast, but it also has the net effect, like, in case I didn't emphasize it enough, there's a building inspector on site the whole 12 hours. We couldn't cut a corner if we wanted to, and we super don't. But like, at a, you know, an Atlanta building inspector is watching every hammer hammered and every nail nailed. It's pretty cool. The homes and the work are rock solid. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. Speaking, speaking of all of that, how do you even begin to manage a 250-person team with 500 different things yeah. going on with... <laughs> cameras and yeah with the 250 person team and then also the camera crew which i didn't even think about right it's wild so is the neighborhood like what the hell's going on (laughs) so we have surreptitiously and secretly contacted every neighbor in advance Ah, amazing we've gotten their permission because we're going to have to shut down their street and not for nothing we're also going to park vehicles in their front yard Mm -hmm. we're going to destroy their flower beds and replace them before we go you know it, this is a it big really secret speaks. to keep. <laughs> this is a huge secret. It makes it sound, it's so real, though. Like, it really is all the yeah. things that people would question. These are the answers to, yeah. to no, that. No, there, are, there uh-huh. are real answers. And and speaks to sort of how how beloved these families were in their community. Because yeah. when you knocked on neighbors' doors secretly and in the dead of night and said, hey, you know, they're, they're potentially going to be on a huge Netflix home renovation series, 
but only if I can, you know, drive construction equipment <laughs> across your front yard, you know, <laughs> only if I can massively inconvenience you because I need, I need to park here. And people went like, yeah, do whatever you need, you know? And, and look, because we were a massive renovation and construction show, we could fix whatever we damaged. And we were super, super careful about that. But, but the neighbors were the best and they're bringing us Gatorade and cheering us on. It was really great. And when you, when you ask about how you manage that crew, it, it is almost two competing operations simultaneously. And there, there is some friction, right? There is a giant television production and a giant construction project. Those things are running in parallel, but they're not the same thing. And at times at odds with each other, you just, I've had to train up the TV crew that on this show and sort of only this show, construction comes first. Like if you miss the shot, you can't ask them to go back and do that and again. redo it. <laughs> like, yeah, it was a little, we hired a lot of guys out of sports because they sort of get that, <laughs> that like you're covering an NFL game. You just get the best shot you can. You have to tell the story. Sometimes you miss stuff. Carry on. Um, we covered this like it was a football game, you know, where you just said, we're going to turn the cameras on and we're going to run and try to keep up with the action. And then, you know, having said that, lots of drones, lots of toys, lots of jibs, lots of stuff to make it look cool and cover it as cinematically as possible. But even that was, you know, there, there were no retakes. There were no do-overs. You just figured it out as you went. It was great. It's super fun. The pressure, the pressure, yeah. I tell you, man, it's a lot of yeah. pressure. And speaking of pressure, so like we mentioned, you know, these families come home and they see all these changes. And Danielle even said she felt like Oprah. She said, "I this must be what Oprah felt like when she was giving those <laughs> cars right. you away. You get a car you know? and you get a car. Yeah, yeah. blowing people's <laughs> mind. So I wanted to know, can you tell us what it's like to actually watch, you kind of touched on it, but to watch these people kind of react like, oh my God, my house. And was there anyone that was not pleased with what you guys did with their home? No, this, 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 I mean, look, in my career, sure. <laughs> um, you know, and we've, we've made some design mistakes along the way. And somebody said their favorite color was blue, but mm, and in the time it took us to do the renovation, <laughs> turns out they like red. So there's a lot of that little ticky tack. <laughs> I mean, on this show, I think, cause it was, it was so unexpected and the mm -hmm. transformation is so big. People were at, at just, just floored. I mean, I think if anything, like you watch them struggle to take it all in. Yeah. Um, and then we'd contact oh, them well, later man. and say, yeah, any, anything we need to do, any way we could be helpful. Sometimes people, you know, wait, they had a beloved piece of furniture that we'd pulled out and put in storage. They want it back in the house. We'd help them, we'd help them retrieve it and we'd do it afterwards. So there's, there's little stuff like that. But no, I mean, by and large, the renovations are terrific. Yeah, the reactions, there was only one reaction where I'm like, this woman's either upset or completely shocked. And then within a few <laughs> seconds, I was like, oh, yeah, she's just so unbelievable. Like, she can't believe that it's <laughs> happening. I was like, that would be my reaction as well. I was like, is right. this like, it was like, I just don't. And then right. she was Speechless. sobbing by the time she got in the house. Um, yeah. and, and again, I in the in the funniest way, I swear to you, a lot of that reaction is just confusion. Yeah. It is oh, a hundred percent. On sense. those other, Makes sense. yeah, you know, on those other home renovation shows, you know, you're coming home to transformation, and you're excited to find out what they've done. This, I think, is the first show anybody's ever made where the participants literally had no idea it was happening, and they're just like you could see in their face they just they don't know what to make of it. 
and then they figure it out and start crying. It's great. Oh, it's, it's really great. The, the reactions are amazing, and it, it is really cool to see, especially there's a lot of time focused on the outside of, of the house, and that, I think, was also really cool. Like, uh, such a big focus on the landscaping was really interesting to see and yeah well nick nick our landscaper is amazing it provides a ton of visual punch so as a as a television producer i i love investing some time and effort there and these houses needed it like it just it was one of one of the things we identified i mean that's part of of renovating homes for families that give back to their community they have put themselves second you know and you inevitably showed up to you know brown yards and unpainted homes and no knock on these people. They have a lot on their plate. Like in one case, nine kids. They're just not worried about the paint job. But like that, that's where we could make a difference. It was great. And the the first episode where one of the people that live in the house is blind, I thought that was amazing too. Yes. Seeing the things that were added to, like the things in the garden that were added were, uh, that was really great. Spent a ton of time thinking about how we could make a house that, you know, she's in losing her eyesight by the time we were able to do the renovation. And, you know, I'm sad we couldn't get there sooner because of COVID. Like she, you know, had, had the time worked out differently, she might might have used what was left of her eyesight to see the new house. But we, you know, by the time we got there, she was almost fully blind. And we just we spent a ton of time thinking about technological solutions about layout, about ways we could make this house work for her that she just never in a million years could have done herself because who who has the resources to go in there and literally start rearranging walls? You know, we did. Yeah, putting in a whole new kitchen. <laughs> I love how personal you guys are with the renovations. You really make sure to touch on what the families need and want and what's best for them. So I just wanted to ask you one more quick question. Sure. Um, do you have a favorite story from this season? I... I love them all. I mean, look, I I also like that first episode. Um, you know, Beth Ann and Ruby Beth, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> mother mother daughter activists nominated by the daughter's husband. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. Ruby Beth is is expecting a baby. Um, you know, it was it was both. You know, the first episode I got to see, so like it's <laughs> it is my baby. Yeah. Um, it was also the, it was also the first one we shot. And so I, you know, it is near and dear to my heart because we stood out on set at the beginning of the 12 hours mm. saying, I don't know if we can actually do this. <laughs> yeah. And it all might go horribly wrong, <laughs> you know, and one day after later. After the two-year wait, too. Right. After the two-year wait, it all came down to this. We were real uncertain it would work. We had rehearsed it and prepped it and done everything we could do, you know, but now you were, you got one shot and it was going to go right or wrong. And I just remember at the end of that day, looking looking at my team and saying, like, not only did we did we build a great house, we made a terrific show, and you should all be so proud of yourself. Like that one is so special to me. Do you have time to do a quick game with us, or do you have to go? Sure. Okay. I will. I all will right. probably lose that game, but happy to do it. Lauren is renovating her own home right now in Atlanta mm-hmm. as well. Um, oh. Fabulous. So this is a a quick game to see how much you both know about construction. I'm mm, calling it excellent. games I'm sure you'll have are a construct. Okay, what come what step comes first, plumbing and electric or drywall and flooring? I'm Go gonna ahead, say Lauren. drywall and flooring. You are wrong. 
Oh. You are wrong. <laughs> Damn. Well, you need the floors to do stuff, right? No. Mm. Yeah, but you Plumbing have to get in the wall. Goes behind the walls and under the floors, oh, right? Oh, see? That's why I hire mm. contractors. I don't. <laughs> right. I don't do this. Bye. <laughs> By the way, if you need subs in Atlanta, boy, do I have Listen, a team. Don't think I didn't they can't cross do it for my you mind. In Twelve hours, but don't yeah, someone Chris will, Chris will hook us up. Text me. <laughs> yes, yeah, seriously, I need that. <laughs> okay, this one. Okay, what is the hardest wood that is most commonly used? It's the hardest wood, and also the most commonly used in houses: pine or oak. I was Go gonna ahead, let Lauren. you answer first, Sam, so I can copy off of you. Um, uh, I'm gonna say oak. Yeah, I believe oak is harder than pine. Yes, you're both correct. Woo! Very good. Okay. All right. True or false? <laughs> it's commonplace to bolt a house structure to its foundation. That, that very true. True. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren's cheating, but yes, very true. <laughs> It has to be bolted down, right? That makes sense. Yeah. Otherwise, Otherwise it's just sitting there. Yeah. Which I learned something it's gonna new today. going to blow away like Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz. Right. We don't want that. Uh, <laughs> okay. What is a more durable countertop material? Granite or quartz? Granite. Tom? Uh, yeah. Pr- probably man-made quartz, right? Correct. Quartz. Ah. Yeah. Tom, uh, do you yeah. own a construction Granite company we all know about? I, <laughs> I mean, this is, I'm, by the way, I work, I'm doing remarkably well. I'm You've gotten a everyone television right. producer do you have who a dabbles in good. This is, <laughs> right. This is like at, you know, asking some actor about doing surgery because he's played a That's doctor. That's what I said. It's not a thing. Yeah, this is very hard. That's what I, I was like. He's not going to, he doesn't do the houses himself, but. You've gotten no, every question correct. but I hang correct. around people who yeah, do. Yeah, you've been, you know your stuff. I, look, well, and we, again, my job is to hang around the periphery saying, okay, but is there some way to do it faster and better? And mm, so I, I yeah. picked up picked just up enough to be dangerous. But, here and there. <laughs> but not enough to tell you that we do it because that's how we do it. Which, right. you know, bless them is often the answer in I probably every industry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have two more. What type what type of paint finish is better in a bathroom? Matte or glossy? For like matte? sustainability. Yeah, Sust- certainly glossy. Oh. God Glossy. <laughs> I I really suck. Uh, right. Good guy. Also glossy. Home Lauren, glossy got super my... while nobody was paying attention, glossy paint got super cool. Um, like that, uh, that, that shiny look is all the rage. Cause I know in my apartment, I was going to do matte paint in the bathroom or I had matte mm-hmm. paint in the bathroom from when I first moved in and there was like a scuff on it and I tried to wipe it off and it quite literally like and wiped just destroyed the paint off. Right. Right. Mm. Um, our, I, the decorator's trick is always when you don't just satin split the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's in the middle. All right. This yeah. is the last I'm question. Learning. Although Lauren, you don't stand I've gotten a chance. them all wrong. Yeah. You ca- cannot catch me. What? Cost more to install French doors or a sliding door? Sliding. Uh, I bet that's right. 
wrong. French doors is what really? it said on it said on the Home Depot quiz that I got this from. At least. <laughs> I mean, let me just a a <laughs> mention a a Home Depot sliding door. I was imagining oh more Fleetwood. It vanished into Listen, the edge of the house. Do you know how so hard my, it is to find? My questions? imaginary door was. Yeah, my imaginary door was more expensive than your imaginary door. There you go. Um, yeah. Oh Excellent. My God. I well, have a higher end you. imagination. Guys, that was super fun. <laughs> thank, thank you I so much. Show. People, oh, please watch. Had, I learned thank so you. much about all types of things, construction today. Great. Thanks, Tom. Lauren, do I have do I have finished carpenters for you? Call me. Goodbye, guys. Seriously, Tom, I'm gonna need those connects for the yeah. uh, Atlanta contractors. Like, I'm not playing. You're gonna so. be done recording <laughs> and uh come out of recording and have a whole new house. I need that. <laughs> I love talking to Tom. He, I love that energy. That's the. Uh, it's a good energy yeah. day today. Um, it is a very good energy day. And it will be next week as well because we are talking Indian matchmaking because their new season is coming out. I already started watching it. Um, there's a, a girl on it who reminds me way too much of myself, so I'm not. I'm not ready. <laughs> so send us your questions for Indian matchmaking or whatever you want us to talk about on. We have the receipts. We love hearing from you guys. Uh, so please email us at receipts at castmedia.com. That's cast with a K. Or you can DM me at Fat Carrie Bradshaw. Or me at Need for L Speed. And also, guys, be sure that you guys follow. Hit that follow button and then rate and review, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, tell us what you think of the show everywhere where you get your podcast. Also, be sure to watch us exclusively on to Doom, which, as I say every week, is Netflix's official site to find and fuel your fandom for the shows and movies you love and podcasts, okay, like this one. That's Netflix.com slash T-U-D-U-M. Today's episode of We Have the Receipts is a production of Netflix to Doom and Cast Media. We're your hosts, Chris Burns and Lawrence B. Hamilton. Our producers are Amanda Elliott and Arvin Lee. Our executive producers are Colin Thompson and Harris Lane. Our editor is Elliot Deneve. Our technical engineer is Travis Holden with design and animations by Patrick Carrion. See you next week. See you next week.